All right. We're all here again. And I'm asking everybody here the same question. Where do we begin? Because I don't know. Uh, Scorpy, are you here? Hello? I don't think he's here. Yeah, he's, he's not here. Okay, okay, okay. So now I'm really mad. So now I'm, I am feeling the fury. And maybe it's not directed towards Scorpy for not being here. Maybe it's directed towards you three. Who are here? Well, Gur's not here either. What, yeah, Gur's not well, here. So why is everyone? Everyone is dodging my wrath because you said last week that our debt, that our fifty thousand dollar debt of this podcast budget was because of Scorpy's decisions, and we said that he would be here to answer for his potential crimes, and he's not. Uh, so what do you three have to say for yourself? Because I'm starting to think that you might be yanking my chain here. Well, we told we told Master Gur to go find him. That was a while ago. Uh, I mean, I just saw his obituary. He didn't make it. Well, that's not what I heard. <laughs> let me. You know, I I think we can follow the paper trail here. Let me let me check the radio TV solutions ledger. Uh, let's see where the money has gone. Oh, uh, fifty thousand dollars worth of pumpkins. Actually, I'm not sure. Last week you said it was like M and M's or something. Well, it's the it's it's October. We were feeling festive, <laughs> and oh, I see. They're they're not just pumpkins; they're like bombs. They're dynamite pumpkins. So that definitely was Scorpy. Uh, happy Halloween! This is happy a ghost Halloween. story now. I think there's I think there's also about eight hundred dollars towards a clown vehicle. If you're listening to <laughs> Where Do We Begin October episode, uh, be afraid because we're spawning pumpkins at your feet, and they will they will explode. Watch where you step. You better not have been shooting. So if you played TF2 from the years of... uh... (laughs) It's very specific, but it is very scary and a real threat. It's the Halloween season. Continue, Bell. They don't know what it is. Oh, are we actually going to go and explain this this thing that that matters to nobody? I don't want to. Did you play between 2008 and 2000 and late? In that case... You'll know all about the pumpkins of Harvest Town and why you shouldn't carve them. But uh, we digress. That is a time long forgotten in a game long forgotten. It's sort of a ghost story in itself because that game is dead. So it's. I think it Don't stays within all. the good festive. Thing, good thing Gur isn't here to hear you <laughs> say that. You just you just attracted the ire of the Team Fortress base. We're about to get we're about to get canceled. It's the yeah. haunted we for the modern generation. <laughs> that also doesn't make sense to anybody. You know, I asked where do we begin, and as always, we found a start. We found we oh, found a, a we found an intro. I think it was pretty great. Uh, I am your uh, I'm Wayne Radio TV. You're Wayne. You're Wayne Radio TV. Put them in put them in your pocket and take them with you. We should do the opposite. Someone should point to someone else and say you are. That's Balp. That's gonna. That's, that's not gonna be confusing at all in an audio medium. That's Trog, and that's Wayne. All right, we've introduced each other. We're good. Admiration that says like Wayne proceeds to point to his friend Balp, oh my the God. editor and lead of the podcast. Yeah, I feel like we don't make we don't make Balp do enough. He's had so it listen, too easy. Hey, listen, 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 listen. It's episode. I'm not gonna do shit because it's episode twenty six and. 
If they don't know our voices by now, that's a shame. New listeners don't always start with episode one. It's there could true. be someone who's brand new and says... Look at Sp- Spotify makes you start in reverse. I guess. Yeah. They I say, guess. I don't know who these guys are, and they sound uh, they sound kind of dumb. They don't even know their names. This is a, <laughs> this is a low IQ podcast. I'm disconnecting. If somebody is just browsing Spotify and clicks on this podcast, what are you doing? Go find something else to do. <laughs> this podcast isn't for you. It was either this or one gay guy, one straight guy. What is that? Is that a real podcast? Is that a real podcast? I'm pretty sure. Well, I, I got the name wrong, I'm sure. But it was it was something <laughs> very close to that. I can believe it. You know, there's a lot of podcasts out there. Whenever you really start to think about it yeah we're not unique there's more podcasts than there are stars in the sky nowadays i'm gonna throw some shade i'm gonna throw some shade to some other podcasters we started this podcast as i always say it we started this podcast as an accessory piece of content to our additional to uh, for our our existing this isn't like our main thing yeah like like we you know we do this for fun and it's a nice thing it's a nice gesture it's a nice thing for our for our already existing fans to enjoy and if you do if you are just listening to the podcast like you found us shouts out thank you for being a podcast only fan you're great but like i'm throwing shade at other podcasters what the fuck are you doing you're like it, the barrier must be the barrier to entry must be so low you can anyone can make a podcast. That's the lowest barrier of entry there is. Yeah, exactly. You could be it's it's like it's a, it's literally a joke how easy it is to podcast. Everybody makes fun of my it. My dad could make a podcast about mowing his lawn. Like there's nothing stopping it. All him. right, new segment. We're gonna everybody go around the circle and say what our dads would podcast about, starting with Wayne. Well, my dad would podcast about new Apple products because he is the most Apple cucked man I know. Okay. That, I personally. feel like, here's the thing. I feel like there's an audience there. I feel like people mm-hmm. would be in the that. Apple cucks. Yeah. <laughs> the Apple cucks podcast. The Apple Go Cuck with that podcast. title. Go with that title. And I think you will draw attention, honestly. In one I'm way tell or my another. dad. <laughs> okay. Now, Balp, what would your dad podcast Balp, about? What would your dad yeah. podcast about? I don't know much about your dad, honestly. Uh, my dad is a really salt of the earth, really simple guy. He'd probably either make a podcast where he reviews cigarettes or <laughs> or or strat or strats for playing the Massachusetts lottery. Hell yeah. <laughs> I listen to both of those. Yeah, I that that feels like it really goes hand in hand. It's sort of like a gas station podcast when you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> like you just go to the gas station and record a little 20 minute segment i get the feeling i get the feeling a podcast about reviewing cigarettes and strats for playing specifically the massachusetts state lottery would someone needs to do that you'd get every we dad on it. the play you get you would get every dad on the play we could do it we, we'd have to pick up we'd have to pick up smoking which is not good but might be worth it for the content i think the podcast might get enough views to make it worth oh picking my God. Up smoking. i know a guy i know a guy i know a guy he's really cool he like he did plays in high school and you know there's one play where he needed to you don't actually have to smoke the cigarette but the character smokes cigarettes, so, you know, he was lighting the cigarette on stage and then just holding it. And I saw him, and he was smoking cigarettes, I was like, oh, you're still doing that play? He's like, no, I just picked up cigarettes. Oh my god. <laughs> I think he quit, I think he quit, I think he quit. Well, that's quit. good. Good for him. 
I have never has have any of you ever smoked a cigarette in your life or like no. even like taken no. a single puff? No. Me neither. I Me neither. I did not need the anti drug stuff um to dissuade me. Because the thing is, when your dad smokes cigarettes, smoking cigarettes isn't cool. Right? I guess that's that might be true. Cause you just cause you just see your dad spending exuberant amounts of money. It's like this shit doesn't even get you high. Like this is just stupid. I think this is a generation where smoking has never been cool. Like it's like it's it's like okay, marijuana, reefer. We do not endorse the usage of marijuana on this podcast. Yeah, it's it's bad as fuck. If you do it, you go to hell. But if you smoke marijuana, it makes the Taco Bell taste better. If you smoke a cigarette, you don't get nothing out of it. You just get addiction and you die. It makes the Taco Bell taste like an ashtray. You you smoke a cigarette and it's like, wow, I feel so relaxed. Uh, I lose 10 years off my life now. Ooh. Yeah, I feel like everybody our age and younger is just like, all right, well, there's this stuff. There's this green leaf called White Yoda. Or I could mix. I, I, or I could mix this medicine with Mountain Dew. Or, or jewel pods. That's the thing is, nicotine is still in. Like yeah, people, people like jewel pods. Eat. Jewel pods are huge with people younger than us. Still, someone said like I think Log said like oh, cigarettes were never cool for our generation. I disagree. There are so yeah, many that's kids, not 100% so true. many kids in high school. Like throughout the course of high school, my high school, so many kids picked up smoking because they could. Because they just because they could. The cool element is still there. It's not like cigarettes have zero effect. Yeah. There's still, like, there there is the stress relief effect, but it doesn't make the Taco Bell taste better. I never saw a single person in my high school smoke a cigarette. Like, really? Me neither, really. Yeah, because they were hiding. The old, there, was, there was only, there was only, there was weed, and there was Quack. one guy I, kn- I know, <laughs> there was one guy I knew who liked, like, hookah. That's weird. That's specific. Well, that's like yeah, that's like tobacco still, right? In a way. Well, it's not a cigarette. Yeah, that's true. It's interesting. I remember going to a party at one point, and someone brought their hookah, and it was kind of insane that they they brought this giant, like five foot tall thing to a friend's house, and like I just I didn't try it. I just looked at it. I was like, what is the point of this? I like at that so point, that hookah was like still new to me. At, at that point, hookah was still new to me, and I asked them, like, I was like, this doesn't get you high, right? And they're like, no, it tastes good. And it's like, that's, I'll just have some food. I don't need to, <laughs> I don't need to taste smoke. Well, it is, it is like a, it is like a party kind of thing. Yeah. It's like a communal. It's, it's like, yeah. it's the equivalent of, like, if you brought, interesting device. if you brought, like, a giant, like, five-foot cigarette that everybody could just, like, put their <laughs> mouth on and suck on oh, it. Oh, hell Yeah. <laughs> Open a dark fountain. Fuck yeah. It's like the colonial times when people would bring a table with, like, little metal nubs that were sh- that would shock you if you touched them. And it was, that was what people <laughs> did at parties. Hello? Is that a... Is that true? That That's a real thing. That's a real thing. I'm, I'm going to the party. I'm bringing the whole ass eight foot tall Tower of Terror Uncle Fester arcade game where you touch the, you touch the rods and it shocks you. And everybody loves it. Yeah, that but that like was a that was time. a thing back then when electricity was still just a novelty. Is people just had like these tables with like little metal parts that you could touch that had a little shock. Huh? Did any of you guys ever play that arcade game, or no. even or even like know about I it? I was no. too intimidated. I've never even seen it. You don't know? It, yeah. So, but Trog, you've seen it, right? Yeah, I know. I've seen it. 
it's such a it's such a funny device. It's it's just it's essentially a giant like m- statue of Uncle Fester turned into an arcade what? game with two rods. Mm-hmm. You grab onto rods sticking out of his chest, and they I don't think they shock you. I think they vibrate intensely. I think it just vi- yeah they vibrate really hard. Yeah, and you have to hold on to them while Uncle Fester looks at you and his light bulb glows. And if you hold on all the time, all the way, you get a lot of tickets. Yeah. <laughs> It uh it terrified me when I was a kid. Yeah, it's it's quite it's it has a commanding presence to it that really yeah. makes you take a step back. It's kind of, it's it's fucked up to think that when I was a child I could be afraid of Uncle Fester when now I hold him in such reverence. Hey, talking about cigarettes again. Uh, no, talk about Uncle Fester. Talk now. about can you yeah, can you combine the <laughs> topics please? We need a segue if we're gonna go back. We, we didn't even finish talking about dad podcast. Yeah, we're we're going a mile a minute on this this one. Listen, there's only four people on this podcast, and we're already falling apart. The stru- the, <laughs> the structure of balance has been it's, toppled. It's all fucked up. Girl, we need girl. We need girl. It's the linchpin to the operation. The ball of conversation is falling down the pachinko machine of terror. Dad podcast. Log and trog. A thing about cigarettes that, like, people always, like, <laughs> advertise. <laughs> He's not stopping. I, I just need to get it out of my head. I just go need for to get it. Out go of my for head. it. I want to hear Maybe a Balp cigarette a story. <laughs> New segment, Balp cigarette stories. Take it away. You know, people, I, cigarettes always seem dumb because my dad did them. And it's like, I don't want to be like my dad. My dad's lame. You know, I, like even as a kid, I knew how much money my dad spent on cigarettes. So it's like, it was already really lame. And one thing, especially like other people in high school were like, dude, a cigarette after sex feels good. But here's the thing. I think anything after sex feels good. The next time, listener, if the next time you have sex, whenever that may be, uh, I don't eat know. Eat a bowl of rice. Yeah, eat a bowl of rice, juggle, uh, <laughs> do some jumping jacks. I bet you those will be the best jumping jacks of your life. Write a poem. Uh, juggling, still yeah. in bed and start juggling. Oh, this feels so good. <laughs> this has never been more satisfying. This is going to get a little, it's going to get a little naughty for Halloween, but if you were in a, in a, sexual situation with somebody and you just finished up you you wrapped it up and they pulled out three little bean bags and started juggling apropos <laughs> of nothing and we hadn't have just had this conversation what would your reaction be how how do you reconcile with that where did you get the bean bags from i think it depends on how well i knew the person you know where they got them from um the, yeah, the store. I, th- I think it depends on how well i know the person like yeah, if, if depending on the person, well, no, thinking about this, why would I be having sex with someone I don't know? That's not me. So, and why I are they know. dressed up like I, a clown? <laughs> <laughs> and how did I get in this bed? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> They're juggling at me. If someone post coitus juggled, I'd be so impressed. I'd probably marry them. All right. That's what I was gonna say. Ladies, I think I think for the most part it do. would be like I I think I'd be extraordinarily entertained. I think I'd be like wow. Yeah, I'd, I'd be I'd be in the I'd I'd be in the bed still. I'd be clapping. Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> it's that just is like where, clapping. Yeah. I'm just like Post sex clapping. Oh like God. <laughs> you're like giggling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. clowns Yay. know how to fuck. I think that's what it comes down to. Out of fourth ball. Out of fourth beanbag. Woo, he's done, she's doing it. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, you just start like tossing things that you have in your room for her to continue to juggle. Like it's a cartoon. Watch out for the banana peel. If it was bowling <laughs> pins. Is that better or worse if it's bowling pins? 
I always have bowling pins in the bedroom, so... For sex bowling. <laughs> and we'll leave that as an exercise for the audience to, to, to think of what that would be. I was trying to think I was trying to think of a follow-up to that joke, and I'm just like, I'm uncomfortable now. I don't wanna <laughs> I don't wanna partake in sex bowling or be related to it. Uh, it's not that bad. The second time. It could be. But yeah, I think like I don't know. The second uh, time anyway, cigarettes are dumb. Uh sex is good. You heard it here. We're yeah. laying down the facts on this podcast. Laying down the this facts. This is an eighteen plus episode. Uh, so now we have are. the cigarette. They all are. Along. What would your What would your cigarette dads do podcasts about? We have to go back to talking about our dads after we just talked about clown sex. <laughs> <laughs> what a downgrade! Uh, honestly, I think my answer would be kind of boring. No offense, Dad, but uh, he just kind of likes sports and building things. You know, general dad behavior. I feel like. How to how to chisel a football podcast. Yeah, maybe. How to like woodwork uh a basketball. I don't that would be really hard to dribble and it wouldn't be tournament legal, so it wouldn't be very useful. But it would break your floor. My dad is just the kind of guy who likes to like do work. Which hey, you know what? I'm kind of upset I didn't it seem to inherit any of that personally. <laughs> but uh you know what? Good good on you, Dad. You go out in the woods and, and cut down tree branches for no other reason other than you can. I mean the I think I think the I think the I think the real difference is that you have destiny too and your dad doesn't. That's, That's the problem. True. That's true. I think if my dad had gotten more into video games, maybe we would have ended up more similarly with our uh our free time. Lauren's dad would do a Destiny two podcast. That's true. Log, what about your dad? My dad would probably do stuff about movies and the music industry. Wow. Yeah, See, that's cool. Oh yeah, you have a you have a unique you have a unique dad. I forgot. You got a cool dad. I got a rare you dad. Got, you got an SRR dad. SRR. Rare. I don't know. I don't play these fucking super, gotcha super games. Super rare rare. I don't play Grand Grand uh Granddad Fantasy. Shit. Granddad Fantasy. Granddad <laughs> Fantasy. <laughs> The jokes write themselves, people. My 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 dad has been in radio all his life, so he he knows a lot of stuff about the ins and outs of the music industry. So I figure he'd talk about that. But otherwise, he just likes movies. And every time I ask him about any movie, he always just seems to know everything about it. Really? Is it like can, old can you ask movies? Him about rats? Can you ask him about rats? I mean, Two thousand. Yeah, I mean. Rats. Mostly, yeah, mostly just old stuff, because, like, you know, he, he, he watches the stuff that's on, like, HBO and Stars and shit like that. You should ask him about Rats 2000. And then make him watch it. Can we talk about that? Sure. Okay. What do you want to talk about this great movie? Can we talk about Rats 2000? I don't know. Do we want to talk about how we... How did we... We watched a movie I'm trying called to think Rats. of how we found it, though. How did we... Uh, Ararg posted a picture of the cover, and that was it. Yeah. The, we found a movie called Rats. It's from the year 2000. Uh, the cover of the movie Rats is the word rats, uh, in a cartoony font and a picture of two white boys, and it says at the bottom, change two guys into rats? Whatever. Uh, and we were just immediately smitten with that, with that idea and that cover art. It was baffling. So much so that we had to watch the movie immediately. And can you imagine our disappointment when it did not live up to our expectations? Uh, I don't know what our expectations were, 
But oh my god, it was the most. It was. I, I've wa- I've watched a lot of bad movies in my time. The movie was so fucking bad. I just left. I just left my house. I went somewhere else. <laughs> I just couldn't stand to be in the same room as rats. I I zoned out too. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I tuned out. I mean, I I like left that on the background, but I tuned out immediately when I realized that this is a movie meant for little girls to have eleven year old girls to have on during like a slumber party. Like you yeah, know, like that's that's the that's the that's like their target audience. It's like kids are gonna buy this. They're gonna have a slumber party, and little girls are gonna have a slumber party, and and just leave this on, and they're gonna be like, oh look, funny movie, like nineties. This is a nineties movie, right? They're gonna they're gonna leave it on in the background. No, and it's, gonna... it came out in two thousand. This is a Y two K movie. Yeah. Okay, well, same, you know, close enough. But point is, like, they'll turn it on, leave it on, and then they'll like forget. And do like a different activity, and it'll still be on in the background. Do you think Bratz would have been better if it was post nine eleven? Do you think the Do you think that would have improved it a bit? Post nine eleven. No, it's from the year two thousand. Rats. No, not Bratz. Oh, I thought you said Bratz dolls. Why would I have just started talking about Bratz? <laughs> Why would I just start talking about something else entirely? I don't know because we were talking about girls slumber Monster parties. Monster High be better if it was pre nine <laughs> eleven. I don't. I don't really remember what kind of like what. What was the kid movie that came out after two thousand one? Because I feel like Spy yeah, Kids. Like Spy I don't know. Kids. Like I don't know. Yeah, like Spy Kids. I think is Spy a, Kids a was a fi- Spy Kids would be incredibly different if it wasn't for nine eleven. Like there was definitely some nine eleven allegories going on with floops fluglies. Like that was yeah. some crazy shit. They wanted kids to be scared that the terrorists would be like floops fluglies. They wanted they wanted kids to think that the terrorists would turn your parents into thumb people. I'm trying to think of if I've ever seen the first Spy Kids, but thinking about it, I think I've actually only seen the second and third ones. You you need to watch the first Spy Kids. I'm not even yeah. joking. That movie's insane. Okay. Like we need to watch it together. Sure. The I've seen Spy Kids one once in my adult life, and I spent the entire time with my jaw open at just like how nuts that movie is. It is like it's scary. It's really scary. Like, I, I remember, like, liking it as a kid, but being creeped out, like, a little bit, because, like, the core concept of Spy Kids 1 is, what if there was a weird guy that took your parents and turned them into, like, things you see only in your dreams, and it's, like, <laughs> fucking weird. All right, that sounds great, actually. I'm into it. It... it it's bizarre. Any any movie any movie that has a core plot mechanic called Floops Fluglies is good That's, in my book. That is the, the only thing I know from that movie is the name <laughs> Floops Fluglies, and I think it's because Moopy said it at some point, and I just can't Moopy get out of my head. Moopy likes that term a lot. <laughs> Moopy likes that yeah, term I don't a know. lot. Like, it wasn't... It wasn't that bad as a kid, right? Because, like, it, it's like, it's, it's weird to look at it now, but... I just remember, like, as a kid, there was always just, like, this disconnect for these kinds of movies. I feel like it was this one and The Grinch with Jim Carrey. It was like, this feels like it's made out of something that I could eat. And so, it like, I don't feel real emotions towards it. I don't know how to say it. Like, like, it's like everything's made out of, like, pudding or cotton candy or I, something. I, I don't know why, but I completely agree with you. Um... I also think something that something that makes you not think too hard about what you're seeing as a kid is like that. The draw of that movie for most kids was like, whoa, cool gadgets. I want to be a spy kid. What? Their parents are kidnapped and turned into monsters. I What is that? Mean? Whatever. Whatever. Turn two parents into thumb people. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, 
I wish I could magnify things 15 times with 15 different lenses. I wish I had a machine that could replicate McDonald's whenever I wanted. That's what I was just going to bring up. My favorite part of that movie when I was a kid was like, after their parents get kidnapped, they're like not that pressed about it. The the two spy kids are like, oh, we got to save our parents. How do we do that? Oh, we should go to my uncle's super secret mansion island base. And they go there and they just put a picture of McDonald's in a microwave and it turns into a Big Mac combo. And I was like, that... (laughs) That real. That real now. That was a common element of, like, post-2001 kids' movies, too, right? McDonald's? Oh. Oh, I... <laughs> 9-11 was a huge boon for McDonald's. Our parents our parents are gone. Our parents got kidnapped. Our parents turned into a rock or whatever. Yeah, you know, there was a lot of that. Like, Jimmy whatever. Let's have, let's have some fun. Kid but, power oh, fantasy of being able to eat whatever food you want whenever you want. But then eventually, yeah, eventually they realize that they cannot eat every food that they want or else they, <laughs> they or else they tummy hurt. And so they yeah. have to go and save their parents. <laughs> but no, 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 no. See, that's what happens to Jimmy Neutron and whatever other movies, but in Spy Kids, they never meet consequences for being able to make McDonald's whatever they want. They just make their McDonald's and then they eat it in a submarine and it's so cool. And, they're, and they never show the kids that you shouldn't eat McDonald's from a microwave whatever you want. They never teach them that lesson. Now I just want to eat McDonald's. Ah, this podcast brought to you by the sweet taste no, of a got, double we, quarter pound. No, we have no, to censor, censor bleep us. everything I just said. <laughs> yeah, just censor, censor bleep it. Whenever you guys go to McDonald's and ask for ketchup, do they give you the ketchup mask sometimes? The what? The what? The ketchup mask, the ketchup ball. What? What is that? <laughs> no, I don't. I, I go to McDonald's and I ask for ketchup and they, the... I get my bag and I look inside and it's eight ketchup packets all stuck together. What? No, I no. Think, I think the McDonald's you go to don't take care of their ketchup packets properly. Yeah, I thought it was like the first time it happened, I thought it was a fluke, but then it happened twice and then it happened a third time. And so they're just like they're just like slamming shitty all over their ketchup packets. I don't ask for ketchup when I get a restaurant food takeout. Um, or a fast food takeout, whatever you, whatever you call it. Uh, I, I think, mm, listen to me, ketchup packets are a bitch. I think they're like, they're annoying to open. Get this ketchup packets fucking suck. They're annoying to open. They're messy. You're never going to open a ketchup packet and get like all the ketchup out of it and not have it leave a trickle of ketchup that you might get on your fingers when you're putting it in like your trash bag. Like it is is messy and i don't like it like they have the new packets now that you like even those even like like even those are still gonna leave that trickle of ketchup and also those ones are sometimes really fucking hard to open um so like if i'm if i'm eating like mcdonald's or whatever in a car which is the time i would need ketchup packets because if i'm bringing it home i have ketchup at home um i just like i i just i just sacrifice the ketchup i just can't be dealing with that mess i can't be dealing with the potential ketchup ball wow you just eat fries without ketchup there's ketchup on the burger so i like if you you eat the burger with the ketchup and you put a fry in your mouth no you eat the you eat them at the same time and the flavors mix that's bullshit what do you mean that's that's not true what do you mean it's not true you take a bite of a burger with ketchup on it and then you take a bite of a fry and they're in your mouth at the same time you're tasting fried ketchup I, i insist the ketchup on a hamburger is a different breed that's you're insane, bro. What are you talking about? It, it tastes what? different. The ketchup on the burger tastes different. 
the longer I know you, the more the more I think your your brain creates these bullshit ideas that like all this shit about fucking fountain drinks and fucking canned sodas and ketchup on a burger changing its DNA when it's it touches a patty versus a fry. Vinegar and tomato. It's the same ketchup. They don't use a different ketchup. Tell me it's the same and you buy it into a McDonald's cheeseburger with ketchup and you dip a fry and ketchup out of the packet. It's not the same. The taste yes, is different. It's ketchup. It's the same ketchup. I'm going to go to McDonald's. I'm going to go to McDonald's live, live on Twitch, and I'm going to dip the fry in the burger. I'm going to dip it in the burger like you're talking about. And it's going to taste different. And it's going to be the same. You're forgetting the fact that we have an audience. Audience? You don't have to go to McDonald's, but if you do, if you do, by all, if you are, <laughs> if you're already planning on it, listeners at home, you have to go to McDonald's. <laughs> if you are already going to McDonald's, do the where do we begin ketchup? Do logs ketchup the where experiment? Do we begin ketchup challenge. Yeah, do the ketchup challenge. Do the, no, it's not a challenge. It's an experiment. Help us with an experiment. This is the pot. This is our question. This is our activity for you this month. If you're going to McDonald's. Get, like, burger or something with ketchup in it, right? And fries. And I want you to dip one in the ketchup on the burger. Dip one fry in the ketchup from the packet. Swap them around. Like, have someone swap them around blind and see if you can taste the difference. Just have your friends passing ketchup in their hands. Why do you need to swap them? You don't need to be able to match which one is which. You only need to tell if they're different. It's a triple blind. Yeah. Okay, open the ketchup packet and have your friend hold their palms out. Put it in their hands. And then have them clap. Mush it around. (laughs) No, seriously. Seriously, seriously. I want to see if there's any, 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 if if this, if Log's theory holds water. I want to fucking see if, 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 dude, the way do we begin ketchup experiment? Yeah, well, it's definitely true. (laughs) <laughs> email your answers to where do you begin qa uh at gmail.com and also let us know if you got a ketchup ball do <laughs> do the ketchup experiment and then afterwards do the ketchup challenge which is where you squirt ketchup into your friend's hands and tell them to clap you know how you, you know how when they you know how when they had the travis scott mcdonald's meal they would say uh ask for cactus jack at the drive through window uh when you're placing your order make sure to tell the cashier i'm doing the where do we begin challenge and uh they, they'll know what you're talking about. <laughs> they'll know exactly because we we're we have very close ties to the McDonald's Corporation. They're on speed Absolutely. dial. Yeah. Next up, we're getting a Pokemon card. It's because we order the most burgers. If you order the most McDonald's burgers, you get connected to their HQ and you get you you get some ties with the company. It's like buying stock. It's it's like you have a majority share in the company, but all of your shares in burgers that you already ate. So you actually have no bargaining chips. You can't give those back. The more burgers you eat, the more they pay attention to you because uh, you become a liability for like some sort of health lawsuit. <laughs> Yeah, you've eaten 10,000 McDonald's hamburgers in your life. We're, we have to keep tabs on you. You have to sign a waiver. You've eaten 10,000 McDonald's burger. You can you can have some, like, sway in the McDonald's corporation, but if you get a stroke from these burgers, we are not liable. Yeah. But you do get to make the next burger, so... This you is a comedy podcast. We choose the flavor of your death. We make jokes here. You don't have to do everything we tell you to. What? I thought that was like the whole point. I thought we were influencers. Let's influence them to buy a McDonald's patty and ketchup packet. No, beca- well, okay, yeah, but only if we get Wayne. That's not 
Do you understand what a sponsorship is? You keep doing no. jobs for free, and you don't ever ask for money. <laughs> I'm not sure if you understand how this well, once, stuff works. Once, once they start, what, once they give us money, it's not as funny anymore. Like, okay, that is true. You are correct. Like we can, we can, we can do McDonald's plugs as long as we're not getting paid for it. Because that is funny. As soon as we're getting paid for it, then like that's when sad. we get like people get mad at us. Yeah, then it's not a joke anymore. Then we you have can to do it, but you have to ask them to put you on a Pokemon card as reward. A McDonald's Pokemon card? J Balvin did get that treatment. No, J Balvin got a McDonald's meal and he immediately rode the fast track to being on a Pokemon what card. What the fuck are any of these words? Yeah, there's a Pokemon card for J Balvin and Post Malone and Katy Perry. But they're Is not that, trainers. Wait, are you... They are Pokemon. You can play them and have them fight Charizard. I legitimately... You're going to have to tell me if you're joking or not. I cannot tell if this is something no, that real. is real. No, how did I... How did? It, how do you think I knew about it There's as soon as he mentioned well, I it? I just thought, you know, we're, we're... It's called fucking improv, Wayne. You yes and, all right? What? You don't just say no. That's not how improv what? works. What do you mean? No. I thought we talk about real things that exist on this podcast. Yes, I thought we, we talk do. about, like, news... Uh, anyway, tell me about these fucked up Pokemon cards, please. New newsflash: clown sex in the bedroom, good or bad? Well, I've described right. it already. There's <laughs> there's there's Post Malone V. There's Katy Perry V. There's J Balvin V. You can play them in the Pokemon training card game, and they are Pokemon. They are not trainers. So you send them out onto the field alongside your animals, and you put them in the bench with your animals, and then they fight Charizard. You know, but if they die, if they die, your opponent gets two prize cards. I am looking at them now. I did forget, didn't it? Because, like, didn't it? Did, okay, this is going to be the stupidest sentence, but didn't Post Malone do a Pokemon Go concert or something? Am I, like, something making like that. Yeah, up? I think you're Wasn't right. I think Post Malone, I think they've been making Post Malone and Pokemon for a while. Right? I could have sworn you, that I heard I or saw something. Means. It's like Post Malone did, like, a Pokemon Go concert something i don't really know the details i'm not i'm not a huge pokemon fan but like i remember seeing commercials or something they were really pushing post malone as like an like an ancillary character to pokemon like a couple months back you know the other thing about pokemon cards what i found like the remainder of my old pokemon card collection last weekend and looking through it, honestly, I'm kind of surprised that so many of them, like, lasted this long. Because, you know, I collected those cards between 2000 and 2004, between the ages of 5 and 9. I figured they would be, like, you know, dismembered. Well, they were but, just sitting uh, in a box, right? They were sitting in a box, but I tied a rubber band around them. Mm, and I the see. rubber band had been tied around them for so long that it, like, partially fused to right, the cards. yeah. But luckily, the only card that actually got killed by the rubber band was my promotional Ancient Mew. Is that the one you got from going to the movie? Yeah, but I didn't get it from going to the movie, which, it's funny how that works in a kid, in a kid head, because I knew that the Ancient Mew... The Ancient Mew was something that you got from going to the movie, and it was like a promo card. And to me, that made it worth the most out of any Pokemon exactly. card because you had to, you had to pay you had to pay to go to a movie to get it. So it must have it's like that's like the biggest cost of any card ever, right? You had to you had to get a movie ticket. You had to get your parents to get you a movie ticket to get it. 
Yeah, that's like that weird kid psychology shit. This is the most special spoon in the world to me because I got it from a box of Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> and it changes color. Hell yeah. This Shrek cup... This Shrek cup is the most special cup in the world because I got it by eating five kids' meals at McDonald's. I don't care that it's giving me lead poisoning. <laughs> I don't care that it got recalled. It's rare. But it was like, looking through those, like, man, I wish I could open some old Pokemon cards. And I, I talked about this before with you guys. It was like, man, I wish I could open some old packs of Pokemon cards because I don't really care about the new stuff. I just like the old stuff. Which, like, you know, you can't get those packs. There's, nope. like, single packs of those cards go for, like, $600. And, and that's, like, sealed, like, right? Like, Yeah, that's yeah. sealed. It's like, man, I wish I could open just, like, these old classic Pokemon cards again. And it's like, it's like the Pokemon company read my mind, but did it too early. Because they released some set, like, a week and a half ago that is literally just reprints of old pokemon cards hmm. however because they are reprints of old pokemon cards you cannot get those things anywhere right in the world because they got bought by yeah. everybody instantly it's crazy but how... even then i was like i don't even know how kids even get those cards nowadays because it's not like they're at walmart or anything anymore they yeah just, like, gave up. yeah pokemon probably has a big problem with like the secondary market is so hungry that, like, it's... If you're a five-year-old, how do you play Pokemon? <laughs> like, you can't get... Like, a five-year-old in today's world could be raised to not know that the Pokemon trading card game existed, which is, like, mind-blowing, you know? Yeah. They're, they're not... They're, they don't get introduced to the environment unless they go to, like, a, a place that a kid would never go to. I feel yeah, like, to be fair... About. It's not like the Pokemon company does a... Like, this secondary market stuff aside, I feel like the Pokemon company in general doesn't do a lot to really push the card game as much as they do to push games and the TV show and merchandise and stuff like that. This this secondary market stuff just popped up as, like, a result of, like, scarcity due to COVID manufacturing delays and shit, and everybody just deciding that collectibles were suddenly hyper valuable for no reason scarcity due to everybody tying a rubber band around their first edition charizard yeah so there's now only two left in the world people love collectibles right now for some reason well i it's not for some reason it's because they think that they can make money off of it that's the thing that rubs me the wrong way if you like if you actually care about collecting something that's cool but i feel like you know most people as of 2020, are just sort of in it because it's like, oh, I can flip this. Like, I can just, I can just buy this and I can sell it to somebody else who thinks it's more valuable than I do. Yeah, it's really stupid, honestly. Yeah, flipping is, well, obviously that that's like some unhinged shit. Like <laughs> buying buying Pokemon cards to sell Pokemon cards. I can't, I can't imagine that mindset. But you know, I have like so many already. Like. I just have a fat stack of these fucking holographic rares from 2000. Like, I'd like to sell some of them, but that's basically fucking impossible because of aforementioned flipper market. Yeah, well, just, like, nobody will buy them? Well, it game stores won't buy them because they don't trust the prices. Yeah, because they're too volatile. 
to actually sell any of these cards to like a collector, you need to get them graded. You right. Know, you have to send them to a company to have them graded for quality, and then you can sell them to a collector. And I looked up the uh, companies that grade cards. They either and like all of them, like universally, minimum waiting time, fifty five days. Yeah. And minimum price is like sixty dollars per card. That's the sixty dollars per card is pretty crazy to me because. Now, man, granted, like, like... even if it costed sixty dollars for me to send in, uh, like this, uh, base set to Blastoise or whatever, it'd probably still come out worth more than sixty dollars. Right, but, but you just lose. Why 60 the fuck? Bucks. Why the fuck would I mail this shit and wait? Two months, you know? Like, I'll just keep the cards. Whatever. Yeah, I have to... But until then, I can look at these, these, these elements of my childhood fondly. The people that are really getting the most out of this collectible boom are the people who are the graders, right? Because I'm sure their business has never been better, and they don't care. Like, they don't... They they don't care what. Wait, what do they popular. do? They grade the cards. Yeah, they yeah they check they, they shred check. them. Yeah, they shred Put them. Put on some pasta. What do you think grading means? Grader, grader. Grader. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get this. I have to Grater. get this Celebi graded Grater. so that the collector can snort it up. <laughs> yeah, use it to season. You turned into a you turned into a a, a kids cartoon side character for a moment, Greator. Oh sir, oh sir, oh sir! This first edition Charizard gives the most exquisite high, sir. I think if you are right seasoning your, your carbonara with like priceless collectible cards, then you're poor. With a holographic Charizard, yeah, it gives it a nice sheen. It's like it's like the shredded gold. It's exactly, exactly. the same, and it tastes even better. <laughs> they're they're going to come out with edible Pokemon cards, dude, <laughs> dude, dude. I'm, you know, someone's going to do that. You know, someone is going to be like make a fucking clickbaity YouTube video. That's like, hey, watch me eat this first edition holographic Charizard. <laughs> I think we just found our new hook is to do that just, before anybody else. You got to cut this part out of the podcast. So nobody else gets Eating the idea. Pokemon cards. That's yeah. the claim to fame. Oh my god, dude! There's a guy on YouTube who got big from just licking stuff. You know, we can afford to eat a few Pokemon cards. <laughs> Not big. I don't know anybody that knows about licking guy besides us. Damn. I was like, I was kind of, I, I wasn't going to fact yeah, check it big. before making that joke. I was just kind of hoping that he had like millions of subscribers. I think he got like a couple views videos that got big, but like I think people were like, oh. This is this is it, and uh, like Licking Guy has two hundred and twenty-seven thousand subscribers. So that's, that's not good. that's not nothing. That's almost more than me. That is not nothing. The Licking Guy like went too hard too fast. He didn't he didn't like ramp it up slow. It was like oh Licking Guy, I'm licking this, I'm licking that. Oh, I'm gonna sneak into this Air Force base and lick a plane. <laughs> it's like he probably got in huge trouble for that, and it's like. He probably got arrested for that, for sure. No, and I it's think like, he got away. Uh, I, either way, it's like... You well, he went on to upload more videos, I mean, so he, he, he... Either way, either way, like... What do what you... Like, the next video after that, like, you can't beat that. You, you, you went too hard too fast. Like, the only way you could beat that is if you, like, snuck into Area 51 and, like, licked an alien corpse or some shit. And it's like, you can't do that. 
he did go to Area 51, but he licked like the gate, I think. Uh the <laughs> he I, I really think the problem with that channel is he'll ne- he never topped the one where he broke into the water park and yes. literally got chased by a guy. Yeah. Like this this is our video of the times. We'll link this in the podcast yeah, description. Right, right. But he breaks into a into a water park on a bike. Uh, and like, and, and this guy that's working there is like, Hey, you can't, you can't be in there. And he starts chasing him and you see him on camera being chased. And what tops it all off is not just the, the high speed water park entry, breaking an entry chase. It's the fact that he licks a huge water slide. Like, I think, I think the bit was he licked the biggest water slide in the world or something like that. Uh, and like, he doesn't just lick it. He like opens his mouth, sticks out his tongue and like jumps onto the slide and lets the licking happen by him sliding down the slide. <laughs> That's the best part. It's like a, it's like SpongeBob. He let gravity do the lick. It, it's it's so good. Uh I went and I looked at the licking guy YouTube channel just to see what's going on. Is he still doing it? Uh kind of. I can't really tell if he's re upload like he's doing like the YouTube shorts thing, you know, that they're oh, trying to push. Oh, he's recycling his content. So I'm not sure if this is new or if he's honestly just re uploading like shorter versions of his videos for the YouTube thing. But I do really like this title from five months ago that is just says Area fifty one secret tunnel found. I go inside. <laughs> I never come out. <laughs> that is the video. It was, five, it was five months ago. Whatever he licked in there, it killed him. Yeah. Uh. So anyway, if you didn't, wow, what the fuck? His his like YouTube header says as seen on CBS, ABC, NBC, and Fox. Was he featured on on national news networks? <laughs> I mean, I I mean. If someone broke into an Air Force base and licked something, uh, I, that would be... And it was just on YouTube. I mean, I, slow news day. You know slow what? news day solved. I can't distract myself from the podcast by looking this up, but I'm going to have to do some research after we're done recording about when Licking Guy was on Fox News. <laughs> Well, that was our licking guy segment. Sorry. What would you lick if you were that guy? Email us where do we begin QA at gmail.com. Yes, speaking of emails, that's a great segue. Uh, uh, wait, wait, hold on, hold what? on, hold on. Bulbs grievances. Oh my God. All right. Yeah, we didn't do a segment. Don. We did the segment joke last time. Don. Don. Done. This is a regular thing. This is the podcast. We got segments now, baby. Well, Bob's segments will be a segue into emails. Don't worry, because we got submitted Bob's grievances. Remember last week we asked, last month we asked about that. Yes, yes, we got some submitted Bob's grievances. I don't know, I keep saying that. I'm used to podcasts being weekly, even though ours is not. We got submitted Bob's grievances. That is right. That is right. But first, let me, let me, uh, let me air my grievance. Let's air our grievances first. My grievance? I got a lot this week. Uh, my power supply went bad, started producing a burning plastic smell, and I had to get it replaced. I had a big grievance. That's my big grievance, all right? That was a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. 
my my other grievance though, I've been working out on this yoga mat, and we have hardwood floors, and the yoga mat moves a little whenever I like jog in place <laughs> and things like that. Yeah. And it gets really annoying because like I That's I want to so like terrible. stay in the same spot. So like I'm constantly having to like stop mid workout and like readjust it. That's so awful. I'm gonna send you money out of pity. <laughs> Can't you just put something on the corners of the mat? No. What? <laughs> Why not? He can't do it. No, <laughs> because it's foam. And it'll, because it's foam, and if it's too heavy, it'll start fucking the foam up. But who cares? You don't touch the corners. But. Why don't ju- why not just take the things off of the mat after you're done? <laughs> and it'll expand. It just has to be a little it, like it just has to be like 5 pounds or something, you know, so it doesn't just get like shifted around by small movements. I mean, you <laughs> you stand on the mat, you sit on the mat and you don't deform the foam, right? So I can't, okay? Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realize this was such a tender subject for you, Bob. We'll stop. We'll stop trying to give you advice about your yoga mat. Do we have uh, any other grievances? Any other Bob's grievances for other? Yeah, every, any other grievances from the from the um, other members of the podcast? I've had a pretty good month, so no. No grievances, huh? Damn. Uh, my grievance. I've got like a half and half. Can I do like a? This is gonna be. New segment. This is Trog's Silver Linings. Well, actually, I guess it's kind of the what's what's the opposite of the, of a silver lining? What's like something good, but also it brings like lining? a little bad. You know, uh, like a silver lining is something bad, but there's a good right. side. What is something where it's good, but there's a bad side? Trog's expired candy. I what? don't. I don't know about that one, but. Oh, why not? Email the podcast and let me know what the opposite of a silver lining <laughs> Give is. Give us a so we name our segment, because we can't do it. Uh, anyway, so the weather is getting better around here. Uh, the Texas uh-huh. summer is finally coming to an end, thank God. It took thank all the God. way until the end of fucking October, but... Uh, which is good. I'm so glad. I, literally, I walked outside today. It was so nice. I just felt my spirits lifted instantly. I just, like... I had, like, a... a, a in that moment, I was euphoric. I was like, damn, it's so nice outside. But, bad side, uh, the change in pressure is causing the blood vessels in my ears to expand, and it's making my tinnitus worse at night. So, that's oh, my that grievance. That's, that's scientific. Any other grievances, or? I have a grievance. Okay. Well, so, so much for that perfect month, huh? How have major airlines not figured out an orderly, like, systematic way to get off a plane? Like, you when you when you go to an airline and you board, they have boarding groups. Like, if you're in the front of the plane, you're in boarding group one. Get in the plane first so that you get on there. Boarding group two, three, four, five, six, however many there are. And it creates a very, like, honestly, like, boarding a plane does not take that long because of that. Like, it feels it, it feels good when it works. Um, but when it's time to leave, there is no, like, there is no order. Like, technically there is. Like, usually people will, like, if they're at the front of the plane, they get off as fast as they can, because that's why they bought tickets for the front of the plane. Um, but it, 
But, like, the thing is, is that chaos is bred naturally in the human mind. So you will have people in the back of the plane, just like as soon as, as soon as, as soon as they say, like, thank you for flying with American Airlines, you can now, you can now exit the plane. People in the back will get up and they will just, that immediately throws everything in a tizzy. And, like, every, it's just every, every man for himself. And, like, if you were one of the civil people that is, like, okay with waiting a bit and just sits there and does not add to the chaos, like, You'll get off the plane and you want to deal with bullshit, but it takes for fucking ever. Why can't it be as fast as the other thing? Why is there not rules to it? Why can't you say, okay, everyone who is in an aisle seat on the right side of the plane, get up. It's your turn to leave. Okay, now left. Okay, now right middle. Okay, like you could do it that way. You could just recreate the boarding groups. I, I don't know why they don't do this. I, I may, do you think it has to do with the fact that like you have to take stuff out and maybe taking stuff out of the overhead compartments is like harder than putting stuff in? Uh, maybe? I don't know. I can't imagine that has too much of yeah. an effect. I think the simple solution is that they should just always open up the emergency hatches and pull those fun slides out for everybody. <laughs> yeah! You're a, but, the, but then how do you get back in the airport? Who cares? You just walk out. You just... <laughs> you go in through the under underbelly. Yeah, you're allowed to take the speed ramp uh, out of the out of the exit. The cost that you'll get you'll get out off your flight faster. Uh, the cost is that you will suffer permanent hearing damage because you're going on the ground of an airport without ear protection, like every worker has when they're out there. You have to. Okay, I guess you got to think in, think in advance. Be like, all right, today I'm gonna ride the slide. Better make sure to bring my airport. I paid five. I paid five bucks for a slide ticket. Yeah. They would charge you for that if they Are we that. ready for our first user uh, listener submit I said user listener submitted grievance? No. Sure. No, because no. log because log has to go. Oh shit, log. Log got it. Wow, we are all angry and pissed and, and at the world. Log, what's your grievance? Somebody rated gallery power down. What? Wait, what? I I checked it recently. And the rating is always nine point eight eight, but mm-hmm. now it's nine point eight five. What the? So what who's happened? that? All right. Who the fuck? Oh, all points. Did. All points. Bulletin. We got shooters out there. We're gonna find that motherfucker who gave it a three star rating. <laughs> and put him in the ground. The rating on webtoons is so confusing, though. Like it really kind of just doesn't mean anything. But. The 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 reason it doesn't mean anything is because I can't tell what it is. There's very little it by means of like analytics to speak of. So this says nine point eight five. I don't know how many people have rated it. I don't know what people are rating it. I don't even know what it does. I just know <laughs> that the number's there. Right. Well, we'll we'll find them. Don't worry. We're gonna get our the top top CIA agents on the case. We're gonna we're gonna crack it. Whoever read Gathering we'll find Power you. and thought it was just okay, watch out. We'll get, we'll get ready. Yeah. Sleep with one eye open. Okay. Uh, this person has a question as well, but I'm gonna start emails. With their, I'm gonna start with their grievance. I'm gonna start with their. So, hey, hold on. But before before we start, I do want to re-explain if you missed last week's podcast. Is that okay? Sure. So last week, we made an executive decision. We have completely nuked and revamped the final half of the podcast, where previously we would take questions from our Discord server or our email, which we have mentioned multiple times during this podcast already. 
we have changed it. So now the question segment is not just questions. It is an email segment to provide a, uh, a wider spread of, uh, of content and topics and discussions that we can have uh, with, via user submissions. So we're not just answering questions because we had issues with repeated questions or low quality questions. It was just a mess. We've created a new we we've we we have enhanced the podcast with new levels of fun and variety so get ready for that and you are about to hear it now our community grievance okay uh we're gonna dig we're i think we're gonna i think for the the easiest thing to do is we're gonna go through the grievances as they show up when i look over through the through these emails uh but we're gonna start with alice alice's grievance my headphones died, and the seller no longer exists on Amazon. Oh, oh no! Oh. A bunch of other. You know, companies. this is going to be a very like cathartic podcast for people now because they're going to air their grievances, and every single one we're just going to go. Oh, oh God. No. Mm. Ah, that's... Uh, <laughs> a bunch of other companies are selling the same design, but I don't know if they'll be as good as their original. Oh, <laughs> I think this is something that. You should know in that whenever you are buying audio equipment, whenever you are buying art equipment, the brand name actually does mean something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just because they look the same does not mean anything. The, the the brands the brands really do matter when it comes to audio. Oh, I'm so mad. Yeah, don't 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 buy your headphones from Fastos or. Kingo or Blastoise <laughs> or yeah or no Charmander clue. or anything like that. Don't buy don't buy from the Eternals. They're scamming you. Yeah, j- just j- just, <laughs> just settle settle down with some Audio Technica or Sennheiser. Sennheiser, or whatever. Yeah. It's not gonna break. That that's what that's the that's the thing that's the thing that's nice. It's not gonna break. And if it does break, you can actually just send it back to them and they'll replace yeah. it. Um. Their question is, uh, they say, I'm, well, uh, once again, that is Alice's grievance. And Alice's question is, um, they want to know what our favorite. Wait, 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 wait. They're allowed a grievance and a question? Yeah. I think that's allowed. Double dipping. Mm, I think I might be doing All right, well, let's see what the question is. No, you can answer the question. I'm just pulling your, yanking your chain. Uh, they have, they say. I'm pretty sure all of you have been on Scorpius VHS viewings at some point. What are your favorite moments or tapes from the streams? Is there any tape you missed while and you wish you could have been, uh, you should, you wish you could have been there live? I wasn't there for the uh for the the like photo editing software thing where the guy removed the twin towers from the New York skyline. Uh, I was not there for that. Yeah, yeah, that that I think I feel like that I feel like that one is like. One of the apex moments. This is a crowning moment. That was, um, like, one of the most baffling things. Or not even baffling, you're just like, you could... It, it's hard to explain how you could just feel that it was about to happen, and then it did. <laughs> and it just... It, 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 it was just an explosion. It was an explosive reaction. You get that comedy, like, sixth sense. You get that, like, tingle in the back of your head. Like, something funny is about to happen. It might happen. It might be funny. And it does. My funny sense is tingling. Uh... This this is not a slight against my friend Scorpion anyway. This is my own poor memory. But I can't remember. I don't think I was there for the one that was the eye exercising video. I wasn't there for that one either. I, I feel like I was not. I, I'm 
because I, I definitely saw it. I just can't remember if I was on the stream or watching the stream. But I think I was just watching the stream, and uh, I really liked that one. I was a little sad that I, I wasn't available to uh, commentate on that one. But I really liked that eye exercise tape. I think I've been there for all of them so far. And I wish that I wasn't there for the Australian microwave cooking videos. Yeah. I think I was there for oh, that, that one, and it was one. just... Uh... Yeah. So, my my well-known favorite is the uh, uh, Paul Martin. How do you... I don't know how oh, to yeah, say it. Yeah. I can never say his name right. Uh, the, like, my well-known favorite is, is the time where he browned beef on a five-minute microwaved plate. That was uh, just... Everyone was going crazy. Um the but my my recent favorite is on the last VHS viewing streams. Uh, Scorpy played a bunch of tapes of like uh, like Nintendo promotional material, and uh, it 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 was just the scene of two old men, uh, an old man explaining Yoshi's Island to another old man, and like <laughs> and explaining like why Baby Mario needs to be carried, and telling the other old man that he's Yoshi, and it's it is just really good. I'm still waiting for Scorpy to post that one to Twitter so I can share it with the world, but that, that tape was really, really great. Yeah, it's a great... Hey, if you want some funny VHS tapes, check out sockpens.tv. That's not what it is. On Thursdays, usually once a month. I don't know if it's consistently like the third Thursday of the month. I think it's the last of Thursday of the month. The last yeah, Thursday usually. of the month. Yeah. We got another grievance. Mm-hmm. This one comes from Fern. Fern's grievance is, uh, first they say, hey, uh, big fan of the podcast, much love to all of you, hope you're happy and healthy. Thank you, Fern, thank you very much. Well, we Here's have the, grievances, here, here, but... Uh, <laughs> their grievance. I hate, hate when you're using the washroom, and there are so many stalls to choose from, and you're the washroom. only one in the washroom. British, British alert. Oh. Uh, and then someone comes you in and has to pick this one. And then someone has, and then someone comes in and has to pick the stall right next to you when there's a lot of other stalls available. Drives me crazy. It makes me want to morph into a feral animal and bite their ankles. Whoa! But I understand. Well, you can't do that. Not in a bad. When they say when they say stall when they say stall, are they just talking about you know just the ones that you go into? It's yeah, not the I mean, urinal. What else right? could it be? I mean, yeah, yeah. I assume so. I assume so. The stalls that you pee in from the outside. <laughs> you have to remote Shoot piss. piss over the door. It's crazy. I assume they're talking <laughs> about the toilets. Yes. To, to me, it's like, well, you know, nobody can see each other, so it's fine. But there However, is a weird element to it where it's like, there's, you know, I've been in some big bathrooms where there's like ten, and it's like, I'll be real. Sometimes you don't know. What if so? That is true. That's some, true. Sometimes, sometimes like, what if know. what if all the doors? What if all the doors are closed? Like when you get in there, That's and like true. you don't know which one which one actually has a person in it and which one doesn't. Like it's not always obvious. You don't go in and kick open every stall. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm not looking in the I'm not looking in the cracks between the doors to see people at every single stall. Like stops <laughs> the war. That's so creepy. No, but like you you know. You know, I know what I mean. I know when you, you walk mean. past, you when you it's walk past a stall, the cracks on the doors can let you tell that there's someone in there. Yeah. You can't see them. I'm not putting my eyes right, right, right up against them. You know what I'm talking about. I'm gonna say something that I don't think is a controversial <laughs> the, oh, statement. Did Bob just growl at me? I think Bob maybe just growled at you. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be careful sure next time, Bob. <laughs> uh, 
I think that public <laughs> restrooms in general just suck. I don't think anybody they is do. ever yeah, happy about having they to suck. use a public restroom. It always is a it's like it's at best a neutral experience leaning towards a bad experience. Like there's no time where I have to take a shit and I have to share my shitting room with another human and I think, "Oh, perfect. Great. This is just how I wanted to spend my afternoon." We were at the fair yesterday and like I like personally I don't like urinals. I can use them like if they, if, if that's my only option it's whatever. I just don't like it. No, I would rather I, I have the like privacy of a stall. You. I'm with the, you. The uh and like I used I used the urinal at the fair because it was my only option. And it's like it's not a big problem. It's whatever. Like it's a it is a public restroom. They're accommodating me as best they can. Uh, but like I use the urinal and I turn around and there's just like a little kid in a red rover cart just like sitting there looking at me and it's like <laughs> like literally in a fucking like one of those yes. little wagons. They were in a little they wagon and they were just the there bathroom. looking at me and it's like why are you looking? Yeah. I, like I imagine, there one of one of the one of the other guys in there was their dad, and they just wheeled their kid in the middle of the bathroom. That's just <laughs> being rude. See, I think that's another thing is that I feel like there's like, I feel like when it comes to public restrooms, you're either on team. I want to make sure that I do, I be on my best behavior, or you're on team anarchy. Like, I don't feel like anybody's in between. You either care a lot about making sure that you make other people's public restroom experience as good as you would want it to be for you, or you're the type yeah, of like person- Yeah, like shine their shoes and shit. Or you're the type of person who's just like, fuck it, I'm coming in here, like, balls out, like- I'm Pulling my pants ass out all the way down. Yeah, like, I'm just, I'm here to do one I'm thing- I'm driving a go-kart in there. And I don't care about anybody else at all. And if you're on that team- you know, maybe take a look at yourself and think, is this how I would want to be treated in the in the bathroom? And the answer it, is it no. reminds me of a story. It reminds me of a story that I think Rocco told on the Mega 64 podcast because he goes to Disneyland all the time. And it reminds me of a story of a time he went in a bathroom and like someone like drove a cart into the bathroom and got stuck in an Austin Powers situation oh, where they no. were just like reversing into the wall over and over like. <laughs> Bathrooms, public bathrooms, especially at like events, like public venues, like fairs, amusement parks and shit. Those are like actual PVP zones. Shit is just yeah. off the wall in there. Anything can happen. Anything will happen. It's just like, it's like, it's the, it's a, it's a jungle. It's like all, all societal <laughs> norms go out the window and it's, it suddenly becomes survival of the fittest. I think the true worst public restroom of all time, though is a, any public restroom at a water park is like nightmare oh shit. Oh my god, I can't like, even imagine. It's just disgusting. You've, you've never been in one? No, not in like 15 years maybe. I haven't been to a water park in quite a while. It's just it's just the worst. Just disgusting. Awful. Because everyone's barefoot. It's just, ugh. Yeah. Dang. The barefootness, I never really thought about that, but now I definitely never want to go to, I don't want to go to a water park anymore. No, I remember, I remember the last time I was in, like, a water park situation, and yeah, the fact that everyone, yeah, the barefoot thing, I forgot. That's fucking I gross. mean, it's just, it's specifically bathrooms. I don't care, like, outside, because they're, they're, like, sanitizing it at all, but, like, there's something there's some about the bathroom and the regular stink and dirt that comes into the bathroom and the feet that go in there. Yuck. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's you know what's also bad? What? I couldn't think of the term. The Raiders. Um, yeah, the Raiders. But, uh... <laughs> I hate when the Raiders raid my camp. Whenever you're in the stall, 
And then somebody, you know, somebody else has gone to another stall and they start making sounds that are not bathroom <laughs> sounds. Not okay. That's uh, what I'm talking about. That's, that's like the, the that's the anarchy shit. class. That's the scariest shit. That's the anarchy class. <laughs> the people that just don't give a fuck. I've even had that at work. Oh, it's God. most most of my experiences with that are at work, where I'm just you know minding my own business. You know, I'm looking, I'm looking at Discord or whatever. I'm sitting on the potty. And then to my left, I hear like I, I can't I can't even describe it. <laughs> you have it's to like, try to make the noise. You gotta you gotta you have to make it. Well, no, because it's it's like it's like a retch. It's like what? a retching sound. A retching <laughs> sound, like Was like they're throwing up. It's like somebody's throwing up, but they're doing it a lot. <laughs> and you know what? What's what's fucked up is that this that this has happened more than once. And it's always at work. Is it the same person? Is it different I, people? It, it could it could be the same person, but what's happening? <laughs> like I just hear I just hear like a storm going down, like 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 there's a there's a mouth noise and then a and then a, and then it sounds like a what do you call it? Hot chocolate high velocity, but it's from oh, a mouth. No, oh god. Yeah, you know what? Not we're we're getting off on a hella tangent, but. The last thing I want to say about public restrooms is the relationship between like your workplace and the public restroom in your workplace is like fucked up. If you're go if you're like taking a shit at the mall or at a restaurant or somewhere where you know you are never going to interact with any of these people ever again, like the there's no pressure. If you're in the at the workplace at the public restroom, the pressure's on. It's like you have to continue existing with these people. 40 hours oh, a week God. for the foreseeable future. If you do anything fucked up or weird, like, it's permanent. They're never gonna forget. See, I never worked at a place where the bathroom, where the public restrooms were more than, for them, for more than one person. Like, wow. every, every single place, Lucky. every single place I've ever had a job at, the bathrooms were always, like, just one bathroom where you could lock the door, and because of that, those were a safe haven. Those were, like, a save point. Like, just go in there and just like it, it's just it's just a like an asylum from yeah. from the craziness of the world. You go in there and it's just whatever you soft, want. Soft, uh, soft guitar noise, soft, <laughs> soft guitar song instead of the typical like creepy sound effects of the outside world. Well, all you my, go all you my... go in and you think it feels like it's safe here. I don't think any of the monsters can reach me in this place. <laughs> yeah, you, you're allowed to take a long rest in the. In the one man bathroom, the all all of my all oh you know what actually I'm remembering now when I worked at Staples that was a multi person bathroom so there was one job where I but, wow, but that was also a like Staples with a multi person bathroom yeah it was a yeah communal shitting <laughs> it was a multi person bathroom but it was just a big hole in the floor <laughs> you know those troughs that they have for piss yeah this, oh, this was one for shit. I have been Let's to a handful of music festivals in my life, and let me tell you, anytime I have to go to something like that, I trough. will fucking hold my piss and my poop forever. I will never. It is wor It is the worst thing ever. Is a is a public restroom at a music festival. Fucking. I will. Sucks. I'm not gonna go. In, I'm not gonna go into details, but there's a story. 
there, there's a story about that that Derek Acosta told on a podcast once that I'll never forget. And I don't want to tell details because it was that gross. It was that Just nasty. Just look up Derek Acosta Mega 64 shit story on Google and maybe it'll come that up. That actually might find it. <laughs> it might come if you up. Look up like, if you look up like Coachella bathroom, it'll probably come up. Oh, God. You know what the funniest restroom is, though? Uh, yeah. Circus? McDonald's because they put clown in it. University restrooms. Why is that? Yeah, campus restrooms are the funniest because it's like, because like it's distinct, like it's it's less chaotic and it's like more well kept than like your typical public restroom because not everybody can be there, right? It's just like you go to the school, and right? These restrooms. Yeah, yeah. However, the people using them are a bunch of eighteen to twenty-two year olds. Yeah, <laughs> and like the most unreasonable, and sometimes it's just like. The, you you have the different buildings of your campus and all of them have different kinds of bathrooms and some of them just get so weird. The interaction between the, the group of users and the type of bathroom just gets bizarre. I went to one. There was one in the computer science building. I walked in. I opened a stall. I looked at the toilet. One quarter of the toilet seat was missing. It was a clean <laughs> break. You know what? <laughs> Me and Log went to the same college, and I think I literally know the bathroom he's talking about. Like somebody, somebody cleaved it in twain and took it away because it was not there. Like that piece was not present on the location. Somebody just took it. I don't know if that was just maybe maybe our the college we went to is like fucked up with the bathroom situation. I don't know if all colleges are like that. I can only imagine that other people's could be even worse. I spent, I spent a good amount of time in the dorms of one of my friend's colleges and the bathrooms there. Are you, are you, you're talking about specifically like school, like the class buildings, like not, not like dorm bathrooms. Yeah. Not the dorms, but the the dorm bathrooms, the the dorm bathrooms were just like, there was always just someone in there like hot boxing. And that was just like, so (laughs) if you, you, yeah, if you went to that, if you went to that dorm bathroom, you were getting a little high pretty much anytime you went to take a piss. That's funny. That sounds fun. The, when I was in college, when I was in college freshman year, I think, I don't know if I've told the story on the podcast before, but it's been a while. So whatever. Uh, long story short, uh, they were doing a lot of construction because the year I became a freshman, they, the school had received a grant from like a really rich person who graduated from the school. And so they gave a huge grant to the school and the school was basically doing construction everywhere because they got all this money, right? And so the there was one building that had both the cafeteria and the library in it. So it was like a high traffic building, but the construction was so fast and so immense that like there wasn't a single like normal bathroom there. They had to like they were like redoing the plumbing or something. So I one day I'm eating lunch, go use the bathroom. The row of urinals, the row of urinals, there is there are you know, the first journal in the row is full to the brim with piss. <laughs> like, like, this you know how, like, gross. most urinals, there's, <laughs> like, a new topic. <laughs> anyway. We, we've, we've talked about bathrooms for a very long time. Uh, yeah, that's like, it's like, getting weird. <laughs> anyway, 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 the story doesn't end there. So I go, that's fucking gross. And I, and I <laughs> go use one of the other urinals and, you know, while I'm going, while I'm doing my business, I see someone who looks like they've been holding it in for, like, several hours. And they just don't look. And they just, like, they need to relieve themselves now. So they just use, they they just go urinal, using it. 
Except that's the first urinal in the row urinals. The one that's <laughs> full. The one that like is is like back yeah. like it, there's something wrong. So I hear them going. I hear them going, and, and from like the corner of my eye, I'm like, is someone really using that one? And I look at this point, I'm breaking. I'm breaking all the faux pas because normally, you know, <laughs> the the code is the code is you're supposed to look straight ahead, right? You're not supposed to make eye contact with other dudes pissing. What are you doing? But Don't like look down. <laughs> but I'm so. But I'm so. I'm so like flabbergasted that someone's using that urinal that at this point I'm just I'm like just looking at that guy and that guy probably thought I was weird until he noticed hey all the piss is splashing back onto his pants. Uh, we're gonna need a PP warning on this episode. There's this is a rated NC-17 at this point. I told him to stop. You don't. You know you can't tell Balp to stop telling a story. It just doesn't work. <laughs> anyway, uh, he goes. Anyway, he goes, he notices this, he goes, ah, oh, shit, and just zips up his pants and just runs away. <laughs> the, the great piss caper. I mean, what else do you do? He got away with it. He was also wearing a ski <laughs> well, mask. and. Well, well, <laughs> so if you have any great piss stories, make sure to email them in to wheredowebeginqa at gmail.com. Please don't. We won't read them. Uh... Before before this moment on the podcast, Bal, please edit in yourself just going like, whoop, whoop, piss warning. Like, do something. You need to do something. There's a reason why I withheld the Coachella story. Like, hey, there's a difference between pee and poop. That is true. Anyways, do we have any more grievances that we can Yeah, es- that, we kind of went on a crazy wild sorry, tangent there. Sorry, sorry. Hey, this this is a mature podcast, folks. I don't have a problem with it. I'm going on record and saying I don't have a problem with it. I don't have it. a problem with it either. I don't yeah, of course not. You're the one either. that told the story. <laughs> anyway. I mean, ultimately, I don't, but like, damn, I man. tell the story, you know. but I'm not going to like it. <laughs> Uh, we got something really nice. Uh, Rowan. Uh, Rowan. <gasps> Google Play sent- gift cards. <laughs> All they need is my social security number. Rowan. Uh, <laughs> so if you, if you, okay, this is, they don't have a good name for it. They don't, they have a good name and a bad name for this. But if uh, we, we, in the last episode, we did say, hey, you know what? Why not? Share us your recipes. Why not? We could maybe we'll try these recipes. I I might try this recipe. This looks good. They say this is a recipe for a marshmallow log, aka the Christmas turd. That's what they called it. Awesome. Uh oh. No, it looks good. It looks very good. Uh, this recipe has been a staple of my household every single Christmas as long as I can remember. I've seen versions of this recipe online, but I have never met another human being who has heard of it. Never mind, try it. Here's the recipe as my mom makes it, as much as I can remember it. Alright. Half a cup of butter or margarine. Two cups chocolate chips. Okay, I'm going to have to ask how long this recipe is. It's very short. It's very short. It's very short. That's why I'm reading it off. Uh, Half a cup of butter or margarine. Two cups chocolate chips. Two cups flaked coconut. Two cups miniature miniature colored marshmallows. I assume regular marshmallows also work. And one 14-ounce can of condensed milk and it seems like basically you just get a get wax paper uh you sprinkle the coconut on the wax paper melt the butter and the chocolate in the microwave in a medium bowl 
Stir, stir, stir the melted butter and chocolate with the marshmallows, condensed milk, and melted chocolate. And while working fast, I assume this, you gotta go fast or else it dries, right? Uh, dump the chocolate mix onto the coconut flakes and roll the ingredients in the wax paper, uh, forming a cylinder, like a roll. Uh, they say, imagine rolling it like a doobie. Uh, keep in the freezer until oh, firm and then and then cut and then cut off slices and it should look like this and it looks very good so uh christmas log it, it, or marshmallow christmas log it looks really nice actually i would like this i'd like a slice of this i love marshmallows yeah i was thinking about how rarely i ever eat marshmallows ever marshmallows are nice thinking, well what how can how can i bring marshmallows into my life how can I? How can I involve a marshmallow in my life? Whenever I think marshmallows, I always think Christmas, like because I always put it like what I always have like cocoa or s'mores. Is yeah. for me, it's s'mores, and I like I haven't had s'mores in I don't know how many years, but I mean I would love them if I had access to a fire. You just go, like yeah, I, I love to roast a marshmallow. This looks like a this looks like a good easy 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 like no bake dessert candy thing. I I think I'm gonna try this. You'll have to try it and then report back next month and yeah, tell us how yeah. it went. This recipe is up my alley because I love marshmallows and I love coconuts. So, yeah, I'll try this out. See how it goes. I'll make it like a small one to test. Thank you for the recipe, Rowan. That, uh, that, that is great. I'm going to start so I can remember it. And uh, much appreciated. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for sharing a lovely recipe. Thank you for getting us away from that from that last yeah, topic. Yeah, we needed a we needed this is your a reward. Break. This is your reward if you sat through the piss segment. Yeah, you get a cool recipe to try. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea of like a cooking podcast where it's like they just read word for word recipes, which seems like <laughs> the worst way to get that sort of information out is in like a strictly audio form. In the future, I in the future, I'll say that if the recipe is very long, um, I will maybe post like a link to the recipe. Maybe I'll like make a paste bin or or something, and I'll like just copy and paste the recipe there. Uh, but that one was really nice and short. Really easy. Looks really easy. I'll I'll try that for the holidays. I I actually really will. I actually will really like try that one. Uh, if I can remember to. Uh, okay, podcast question. From Anna, and they added hashtag grapes do squirt. Yes. So, so someone, someone's got your back, Wayne. All right. I don't even know how long ago that was, but yes, that feels like it was two years ago. That was a long time ago. <laughs> that was like one of the first few. That was like one of the first ten episodes, I think. No, that was around like a year ago. I think. Hey guys, been loving the streams and podcast episodes for over a year now. Thank you very much. See, and I've yeah. got a question for you. When it comes to character slash character designs, what do you find super appealing and unappealing? Like, what are some of your favorite characters? Uh, what? Sorry, what do some of your favorite characters have in common that you like from appearances? So I don't hmm. know if you are asking like in general, or like if you're talking about the characters, if, or I don't know if you're, I don't know if they're ta- asking about us like just in terms of what we like in characters in general, or if they're talking about like the characters that we come up with. No, I think they mean characters in general. Characters in general, okay. Yeah, I en- I enjoy I enjoy a big fucked up guy. <laughs> 
It's that simple. Yeah. It's that simple. I mean, it's on brand. Like, one of, one of my favorite one of my favorite looking characters of, of all time is my avatar on every site that's not Twitch and YouTube, Telgro. He's just a big, fucked up guy. With cool glasses. Yeah, yeah. big fucked up guys are, are cool. Too. Big fucked up guys are cool. I also like, uh, I also like characters in the Dante Devil May Cry genre <laughs> of, like, you don't need to overdo it. Because if you overdo it, then it gets too, like, stupid. But, like, here's a guy that just has guns and a sword. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, more, it's more about how the character acts than how the character looks. It's definitely a huge factor. Because his character, like, he's just dressed in a red trench coat. It's not, not, not much more than that. He looks cool. I, 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 would, say, I, I would say don't overdo it. That's, that's my big thing. That's my big gripe. Uh, a lot of people like overdo things. I don't think you should overdo character designs. This is a question that I would love to hear the answer of uh, of Log because Log is Ooh, Log is the only right. one of us that that's has to right. design characters on the regular. That's right. Log, he's a comic answer? artist. What do you Google like? Promo what do you get you power for a free comic. Download now. So I like not as big and not fucked up like Wayne, but I like people that are like. Big and muscly and imposing. Bonus points if they have a cool coat. So yeah, like, cool coats are dope. So like Miguel in Tekken is awesome. Uh, Alex Alex in Street Fighter also awesome. How far above that line is Garp too high and in, in too muscular? Garp Garp is kind of Garp is kind of weird because Garp is pretty cool, but he's got a one piece body so he's kind of he's kind of like a a barrel with yeah. noodles attached <laughs> his, his legs are fucking twigs um so like those are also pretty good but in general i like just kind of like you know it's a muscular it's like a big muscular build and they have like a cool clothes on and they're that they, they just are, are just like not like it, it's not like regal or it's not like a like a high and mighty kind of character, but they're just like a little big. bit of class. I'm big. What are you gonna do about it? I like that too. Yeah, like I said, big fucked up guy because the first thing that popped to my mind was Togoro. But like, there's a lot of classes of big guy that are definitely uh, definitely good. Like another one of my favorite characters is like Mike Hagar, who is just like a big muscly dude with with like. He's got suspenders. That's it. That's that's literally it. And he's and exactly like Log said. He's I'm big. What are you gonna do about it? I also like weird women. So that's yeah. like like Abba and Guilty Gear. I feel like is a really good example that hits like all the check marks. Just a really weird character that's all about just like uh, I don't know feeding blood to a key. Um, is bonus points if they just if. They like a lot of elements to them are just like kind of stupid. Like <laughs> she, she, she just like feeds blood to a key and gets knocked over, and she sounds like she's about to die from the common cold. And just in general, just like a very kind of funny character, but it's also just like very charming. Um, I think Zafina in Tekken is like the alternate part of it, where it's just like she just does a bunch of weird stuff, but it's really cool, and it's like kind of scary but not not scary not scary just like visually it's not like a big scary guy like Togoro or anything it's just like 
just for reference, Zafina's skeleton in Tekken is so messed up that they can't give her the normal, like, universal female costume options that all the other characters have because they don't work on her. Because her body just, like, bends into a circle and she crawls around like a spider. Crawling around like a spider is also a very... like. <laughs> How a, many characters do that? But then you don't like Valdo. That's okay, fair, yeah. Valdo isn't cool. Valdo just isn't cool. <laughs> I think Valdo's kind of cool. All right, so no, no Here's Italians. The thing, right? No Italians. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? Character characters that I mentioned, like Abba and Zafina and stuff. Whenever they make like a weird woman, they don't make them like they don't lean completely into just oh look how look how weird this is. Um, but like every time they try to make a weird guy, it's always like a BDSM guy. So they always mm-hmm. make like a Valdo. It's like oh, isn't this guy so weird and funny? But and it's a little just, sexy, it's baby. <laughs> a little sexy. It's a little sexy. I don't know. Something about what, you, Waldo, what is his mummy wraps over his eyes and his giant claws. It's crazy. I mean, he's meant to be. He's meant to have like bizarre sex appeal in that, like he's always wearing like cod pieces and shit. Yeah, he's kind of like a Cenobite type character. Yeah, when you think about it. Yeah, pinhead it's just jeans. Like, it's just like whenever they do it into that. Whenever it's just like oh. Oh, it's weird because it's like bondage gear and stuff like that. I'm not as that's just I feel like that's that's going to the same. I mean, old I, way. But, I, but I think that's doing Bavaldo a little dirty. He's not just like a BDSM guy. Like his his you would never find yeah, shit he wears in like a BDSM. Yeah, you would never find shit he wears in a BDSM store. He's wearing like clothes you could only wear in a vault yeah, that makes he's you also blind. A mummy. Like, yeah. He's an Italian He's an mummy. Italian mummy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like like so Voldo's kind of like the originator, so he's acceptable, but it's just like that's not the type of weird that I want. I want him to just like either be like not like what do you call it? No idea. You know for for weird guys, for weird guys I, the kind of designs I like in a weird guy are like Hunter x Hunter has a lot of them. I feel like <laughs> they put they put all their weird guys in just like really stupid clothes, but like that's counteract that's kind of contrasted by their like very sinister personalities and just like weird behavior. Like I, I think of like Hisoka and Illumi are two characters that kind of fit that bill. Yeah, almost like, every almost everybody in Hunter Hunter is a weird guy. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Hunter Hunter is great. Go watch it. Yeah, like. Whenever, whenever you talk about Hunter Hunter, I feel like, uh, I feel like a lot of the uh, the spider, the spiders are like good examples. Yeah, everybody in spiders got fucked up clothes. Like, like those those are a bunch of weird guys that I can appreciate. An example of a weird guy that's like is too generic. The to go into the weird guy well too much. You remember that one guy that has the scissors and like eats hair. I feel like that's I feel like that's a generic kind of weird guy. I am like I think I per what the fuck? What arc was that? Uh Greed Island. i I need to look this guy up. He has scissors and eats. I remember hair. this, but like Benolt. <laughs> that's His name's really Benolt. Name? Yeah. Why the fuck? I can't believe you remembered that guy. Well, that guy's barely a weird guy. That dude's literally wearing khakis and a shirt. Like he's, <laughs> well, the weird he he's a yeah, he's, he's a wearing, serial he's wearing killer. khakis like, and a shirt, and he's a weird guy 
in all the ways you would expect a weird guy to be weird. I hate that guy. Fuck Damn. that guy. But anyways, every guy that I every character that I make is a weird guy. Look at him when he was a kid. Every character that I make <laughs> is a weird guy that talks wrong and acts like they've never been on the planet Earth before. So that's that's like my that's my preference. I don't know I don't know why this anime character when they were a child looked like a character from Tintin. Kind of, yeah. Well, it looks like an adult head on a skinny body. <laughs> it looks like they drew him wrong. All there's right. your there's your uh, art for this week's there podcast. You go. Log giving you the deep dive. Yeah, I'm sure that that didn't like make sense for anybody. I followed, but mine's pretty simple. I think I just like characters that are cute, and I like characters that look like they could have been from a Banjo Kazooie game. I like I like the funny I like characters that look funny. I like characters with big eyes. Like it, there's really no other way to describe it other than they look like they're from Banjo Kazooie. Like mm-hmm. they're like maybe maybe they're just like an inanimate object with some big eyes attached, or they're just like an animal that has big, big eyes. Shiny eyes that look yeah. like they're made of wax. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm into. I like I like that and I like I just like I don't know. I grew up on, like, Pokemon and shit. I'm just a sucker for a generically cute animal character. And Voldo. I'll vouch for Voldo. He's pretty cool. Do you like Italians? All right. Can I wrap this up with a delayed grievance? One, one last thing. One last thing from, from, from the email. Uh, they say, okay. P.S. I agree that grapes squirt because I accidentally... I don't know how you accidentally bite a grape accidentally bit one and squirted juice on the wall. That's a... How big was this I grape? fucking told you! Oh my god. I told everyone. They thought I was crazy. But it squirted on the wall. That's what happens. They're juicy motherfuckers. And they're, like, a really good grape has, like, incredible surface tension. Like, that thing is bound to burst because it is just so fresh with the juice and flavor. Like, that when you bite it, you hear a crunch just as you break the skin. And that's the kind of grape that will squirt. <laughs> All right. So, this is a... So, I just... Like, we're, we're nearing the end of the podcast, and a grievance just popped into my mind that is so recent... Uh, and extremely relevant to this podcast because it is a grievance I had yesterday. Yesterday, we went to the Texas State Fair. Uh, and at the fair, there are many games. There are many fair games in which you can spend your coupons to win potential prizes. You could play games like Balloon Pop. When you throw a dart, you could do a ring toss. You could do a pick up a duck and look at its butt number. Uh, there's a lot of games. How did there you are guys also. Not talk about the fair today. There are, I don't know. This, we just didn't really talk about our lives this podcast much. Um, but the. But the we're talking about it now because there's another kind of game that is there at the at the fair and mass squirt games where you shoot a gun at a target. Uh, and I looked at every single squirt game at the fair and not a single one had the clown. Not a single one was the oh squirt clown God. game. Not a single. I was like genuinely upset. I was just like. I, I was t- like, as we walked in the fair, I was like, oh, like as soon as I saw my first Squirt game, I was like, oh my god, if we see a clown Squirt game, if any of these Squirt games feature a clown in any way, we're doing a on the spot video podcast episode, the first one, and there was not a single fucking clown Squirt game. And I, every time I said this, Trog would come up to me and be like, they don't do that anymore. They haven't made one of those <laughs> since like the '90s. And I was like, no, there's no way they don't just throw those away. Uh... Like. Clown is still even even if people don't love clowns anymore. Clown is still synonymous with carnival and fair. What like, was the game there? But just like reskinned as something else. Every single squirt game just didn't have a clown. Like 
Not like I mean, it, it's not like every single Squirt game had that clown. It's not like that was the original, but like still, it's very common. And there was no clowns. It was all like like I saw one where like the Tas- Ty- Tasmanian tiger. Oh my god, I did it again. Tasmanian devil, not the not the tiger not from the, the tiger. boomerang game. Definitely not the uh, tiger. Tasmanian devil would come out of a would come out of a hat whenever you shot the squirt gun. All the other ones were just like water splat themed. Uh, they had. Just, I'm just disappointed is all. Okay, I had a dream and they kind of crushed it. I think that's fair. All right. I was going into the fair knowing that there was not going to be a clown squirt there because I've I, I kept trying to tell Wayne they don't make the clown squirt anymore. I don't know. You're like you're living <laughs> in the past. You got to get into the the 21st century. Shit sucks, man. Well, I'll find it one day. I was saying like any time I hear about a carnival in town, I'm going to go in hopes that I see that <sighs> because they're out there. They have to be. Carnivals reuse old shit so much. They have to be out there. All right. Well, that's your grievance. That's an another grievance. grievance. There was. Yes. Yes. That that was all. all right. I think I think that that about wraps up today's uh, I think I think we're good for today. I, I think we've got a lot of grievances. Thank you, folks, for your grievances. Thank you, folks, for your questions. And thank you for the recipe. Uh, if you want to send more interesting topics, uh, grievances, interesting topics, questions. Yes, all of it, all of it, all of it. Send us your Bathroom grievances, stories. send us your recipes, bathroom stories. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make an executive veto. Next month, we don't talk about bathroom. Okay, fine. About, about just walked away from his computer and he's so <laughs> mad that we were that we're not going to talk about bathrooms next. But month. yes, 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 yes. New format, new format. It's not exclusively questions. If you have an interesting topic to talk about, uh, a grievance, you know, anything, go ahead and send it to where do we begin? Q A. Where do we begin? Q A. All one word. Which now stands for Gmail. quality. It's not questions and answers anymore. What is the new QA? What does that stand for? Uh, Quite awesome. Quite a lot of quite Quite a lot lot of of things that you could email (laughs) us about. Yeah. (laughs) Quest archive. That's pretty good. I like that. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Where do we begin? QA at gmail dot com. Send everything there. We got a good number. We got a good number. We didn't get through all of them. I just picked out, I just cherry picked some interesting ones, but I want to see even more for next week, for next month's, uh, for next month. We, we got. And now that we're using exclusively uh, an email based system for this, Balp, you can take the ones that we've already answered and put them away. So yes, that means that yes, like the inbox better. will keep the ones that we didn't answer. So maybe yeah. if you sent one this week, yeah, yeah. I didn't get in, maybe you'll get yep. it read next month. Uh huh. So just send them in. Send them in. I would tell us about your interesting non-bathroom stories. And uh, is there anything we want to plug aside from the usual? Or no, we don't do usual? anything. But Check the podcast out Twitch.tv/slash/team/slash/wrtv. Yes, check you will see a out. picture of a monkey drinking a Capri Sun, as well as you will don't be granted. Don't be scared. Links. Don't be scared. You're in the right. You'll spot. be granted links to all of our Twitch accounts where we're all streaming all the time. 24-7. I'm streaming right yes. now. Follow us on social media. Follow me. I'm Balp on Twitter. 
I'm uh something. What am I? I'm tra- I'm <laughs> yeah, we, got, we got this on lock. T R O G O R T. It's a palindrome. Yeah, we got this. You know how you know how like you know how like some podcasts they're like they're just super snappy with this shit and they just like rattle off really effortlessly. We we don't even know our own Twitter handle. If people <laughs> are still listening to this podcast except like expecting snappiness, they are waiting for something that will never happen. <laughs> it will never occur. But yeah. Follow Log Log Blaster. Follow Wayne Wayne Radio TV. Follow us for funny tweets. Check out our streams. Check out my videos on YouTube. Check out Wayne's videos on YouTube. Check us. Check out, out. the Post Malone Pokemon card if you want. Don't get it. Just look at it. Just We're just look endorsed. it up. It's kind yeah, of funny. Just, yeah. All right, folks. Uh, how do we wrap up this episode? More potty humor. Nope. No, Good you night. want them less. Yeah, let's escape. I'm opening up the hatch. I'm I'm jumping out. No, you did you bring a fucking key? You're the survivors in this world. And we just got our personal win.